Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. No, you're messing with the Rickle Player Pro. Do you like really want to party with me? Let me see just what you got for me. Put all your hands with my eyes to see. Straight buck violent in the place to be. If you really want to party with me, let me see just what you got for me. Put all your hands with my eyes to see. Straight buck violent in the place to be. Well, only dudes got better dreads than the regime. Actually, not even as I just say, just as good a dreads. Bus arrives. I play this one just for you, man, because we were talking. Dude, he's dreadless. He's not. I know. Now I know it. Well, because they can't even fit on his head because it keeps getting bigger. He's the the only. That's one thing I can say definitively. One of the only guys in the world has a bigger head than me. He's got a huge head, man. He's got a huge head. You know (laughs) who else has got a huge head in the world of hip hop? LL Cool J. Yeah, he does. That boy's got a dome. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back. A little hip-hop review for you on Nuanas now. Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. Thanks so much for kicking it with us. Missed anything in the first hour of the show. Talked a little MLK Day, just uh, sort of reflecting on on the things that we pursued that day and some of the community events Rajim was involved in. We also talked some uh, college hoops. All four Division I teams from the state of Montana, Montana, Montana State, women and men, all victorious last night in various Big Sky Conference outings. We also heard from Jay Risser, the FC Missoula youth coach, as part of our footy 15. Thanks to Andrew Houghton for that. And we heard from Darby Hannon. She's a senior at Bozeman High School, and uh, she was 
our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. You can find everything from the first hour of the show on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana. Speaking of Sportsbet Montana, it's time now for All Football. The time we'll be doing that all hour here, talking both college and professional football, NFL playoffs on the horizon. But first, we'll start here in the city of Missoula, University of Montana, a 10-win season for the second year in a row under Bobby Houck. Advanced to the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs for the second year in a row and ran into a buzzsaw. Uh, I shouldn't say for the second year in a row because two years ago, it was in 2019, they lost to Weber State in a driving rainstorm that was uh, largely influenced by Dalton Sneed throwing five interceptions. But this last time around against James Madison, Cam Humphrey gets knocked out, Sammy Kim gets knocked out. Not much of a shot for the Grizzlies. They lose to James Madison 28-10. to But the bar still remains because James Madison's on the move, Sam Houston's on the move, but the bar still remains. It is North Dakota State. That's it. So what does Montana need to do to, to uh, improve? What, what sort of personnel additions do the, do the Grizzlies need to make? We're going to hear in just a minute from Jaden Dawson, one of the new corners, and that's been one place where Montana has really upgraded their talent the last two years, is on the, the in the secondary, but specifically on the outside, a cornerback. Agreed. But where else? I mean, before we get to Jaden Dawson, who is a cornerback transfer from Idaho State, by the way, where else do you want to see the Grizz uh, upgrade personnel or, or, you know, fill holes from guys that are leaving? Medical staff, we got to keep these kids healthy. That's one thing that I feel is, a, is almost like a not fair assessment of things, Coulter, is we don't know the complete identity and composure of this team due to the rash of injuries. Totally. Like we, it's it's hard to assess what we need when we have so much that's on its way back. I got some implications for you. I can't give you too many details on air yet. Ooh, X-Files, but, X-Files. But uh, I will say that there is going to be some um, additions coming to the strength and conditioning program at Montana. I know that there's a local guy here that's going to be uh, helping. Uh, hmm. And... Uh, We'll talk about this. We'll, 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 we'll talk about this off the air a little bit, and yes, uh, we'll let you know more about it when it's official as well. But uh, okay. I do think there's a a real thing there where not necessarily any sort of scrutiny of Dan Ryan's strength and conditioning program last season because he was in his first year as Montana's strength coach. But I do think that sometimes it's just the the uh, predicted way of being when you have a transition from one strength coach to the other when there's a completely different. Uh, set of ideals. Montana under Matt Nicholson, it was it was very much about uh, functional strength and fluidity and athleticism and and flexibility and all those sorts of things, sort of very new age style. And Dan Ryan, who is a Bobby Houck guy, he has a little bit more of an old school style, more Olympic lifts, more power. I don't think one way is right or the other, but I do think there is sort of this. Uh, it, it's not that surprising to me that we go from Matt Nicholson to Dan Ryan and maybe there is some some growing pains in that element. Oh, it's inevitable. You have different philosophies, different technologies, different sciences, different applications, different theories, if you will. And uh, with that being said, anytime you transition anyone in any position, whether it's sports or a Fortune 500 corporation, you're going to have some lumps. And, that's, and, and, and some of our boys in that department took it literally this year. Uh, but going back to, to your, your question in origin, uh, Coulter, the, it's hard to assess what we need with the rash of injuries. Sure. Uh, first things that come to mind, uh, wide receiver, because we're, Sammy we're, we're losing. Sammy moving on. Yep. You know, that's, that's the low-hanging fruit, so to say. Um, and then offensive line. We, yep. uh, there, were, there were some hits, guys left in the middle of the season. Um, just maybe finding that next type of old lineman that the university needs to build around um 
you know, when I go back to the Scott Gregg days, those days, yep. like, just Montana used to be able to hang their hat on that old line forever and being able to get back to those types of standards and, 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 uh, athletes. Well, that's where North coast state has distanced themselves from almost everybody in the country, especially at the FCS level, but across the FBS as well. I mean, North coast state has a, I don't know, top 15 offensive line unit in the country, period, all levels, maybe top 10. I mean, there's very few schools are going to find that half a dozen guys starting the league and a bunch more that are on their way to the league. It's pretty impressive. Developments. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. All football all the time presented by Sportsbet Montana. NFL playoffs are coming up, so you should go get some bets laid down. It's really fun betting the NFL, I promise you. They have all sorts of in-game bets as well as pre-game bets. There's Sportsbet Montana kiosks all across the Treasure State. You can go to Sportsbet Montana's website to find locations for each one. Earlier this week, caught up with Jaden Dawson. He's a graduate transfer cornerback. From Idaho State, mostly spent his time in the junior college ranks, just one year at ISU with all the crazy pandemic stuff, but now he'll spend his last year at Montana. Nuana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Coming to you actually from the SWX Montana studios. This is fun. Uh, I was down here recording an interview with my main man, Sean Rainey, SWX Montana sports director. And uh, he's like, oh, we got to we gotta pause the interview for a second. He's like, the Grizz New Corner, Jaden Dawson, he's coming to the studio. So I was like, oh, cool. That's, we could just do a double dip, get a little radio hit as well. So I know that you just did a – Sean got you a little warmed up. He gave you a little eight-minute interview. So uh, you're all ready to roll. But thanks so much for being with us, Jaden, and uh, welcome to town, man. Well, thank you for having me you know it's a blessing to be here first and foremost Jaden dawson a transfer from idaho state interesting because you played the spring season and the fall season at idaho state but you guys didn't play montana this year played montana state uh, but didn't play montana and now here you are transferring to montana it's a interesting phenomenon having guys being able to transfer in the league that was i mean i've covered this league for 15 years now that's not something i've ever been used to but how'd you first learn about montana i mean would montana first land on your radar how'd you sort of get to know about the grizz and then how'd that lead you to now sitting here with me um, first things first, uh, um, as soon as I got into the transfer portal, it was a little scary. Um, didn't have too much connections in the beginning. And just uh, Coach Fennessy, you know, uh, he was a GA with Coach uh, Hawk back in the day. So, you know, he uh, he called uh, Coach Hawk, and Coach Hawk said, this is, you know, would I like to have this kid on the, my team? And, you know, Coach Fennessy said, you know, this is a kid you want to be on, on your team. So, you know, that was able to give me that connection right there. And then just doing my research on University of Montana, um, just watching a couple games through film this year, you know, staying in the big sky. Shoot, it was just, you know, exciting place to be at. Why wouldn't I want, why wouldn't I want to play for this defense? And they just kind of sold me from coming on the facilities, um, checking out Missoula, and it's the place I want to be at. Ties run deep between Montana and Idaho State for sure. Coach Fed, uh, who was not renewed as the head coach at Idaho State recently, he spent seven years as the offensive coordinator here at Montana as well. Coach for Bobby Houck, both at Montana and UNLV. So those guys have mad ties. Also, of course, Mike Ferrier, the offensive coordinator at Idaho State. He played his ball here in Montana uh, from Helena. He's actually one of my old college roommates. So shout out Coach Ferrier. I uh, hope he lands on his feet because he's a good coach. He's, he's done a good job. And also J.B. Hall, who was at Montana for a couple of years, uh, Bob Stittstaff. He, he's the uh, corners coach there. He got retained, right? Is that right? Do I remember that right? J.B. Hall, he did get retained. Yeah, okay, because I knew Byron Howe, who was at Montana State, I got to know there, got retained, and, and J.B. Hall as well. So, uh, interesting, ton of Montana ties. Was that part of the, the deal? Was that part of the recruiting process? Is just sort of that you knew some guys who had been here before? Or what were the main selling points that Montana pitched to you when they were recruiting you? 
Um, it's just all about connections out there. It's all about who you know, of course. And, you know, I was beyond blessed to meet some of some great people in my life to be able to, you know, give me the connections to be here. And just what sold me here at the Montana was, of course, just looking at the football facilities. You know, seeing the locker room, coming from J.C., you know, going to Idaho State was, you know, it was it was a blessing. But then, you know, coming from Idaho State to Montana, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's another level. So just seeing the football field and then seeing the weight room, and it was just somewhere I want to be a part of, and that's why I'm here. Jane Dawson joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Dawson, a new corner of the University of Montana, grad transfer from Idaho State. And uh, the junior college element is fascinating. My brother bought me a great book for Christmas. It's called Juco Stories. It's all about this coach and just all the stories he's had from all over the years. He's like a 27th-year coach. Um, I can't remember which school he's at there, but it's one of the California JCs. But you went to College of Idaho and then went to, say it for me, Mount San Jacinto. Mount San Jacinto, which is a, uh, a JC there in California. And uh, JC football in California is so fascinating to me, observing it from every level, because there is no glory to it. You're on a bus all the time. It's no glitz and glam. You're not getting any good gear. It's just, you're just grinding. But the talent is insane. Like, you watch all the dudes, and there's so many dudes who might be raw and underdeveloped, but, like, the, the level of athleticism is just next level, right? I mean, these, you got guys who are growing the Pac-12 all over the place. So what would you learn? I mean, do you have any good JC stories, first of all? I mean, because it is sort of a grind, right? Oh, sh- shout-out to all my JUCO kids out there, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a, it's a credible grind. Um, I can just tell you, I used to, you know, I used to drive two and a half hours uh, basically every day to school um, from driving to Menifee was an hour then driving from Menifee to San Jacinto was another hour and then back to Riverside so you could say about three hours a day so you know that it's just the JC grind um, I had to be up there in the morning at, up at 8 a.m. and then I had to go I went to bed around you know 1, 1 a.m. 2 a.m. watching film you know on the next the next teams you know I'm trying to make it to the next level so it's so interesting, man, and I do think that the grind is uh, underappreciated sometimes, but I think oftentimes those guys kind of come in with the chip on their shoulder, too. So, I mean, do you feel it? Do you feel like sort of the, just the background you have motivating you now as you head in your senior year here for the Grizz? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, just having my chips on my shoulder. You know, I, I basically said when I went to JC after leaving uh, College of Idaho, you know, I'm putting all my all my chips on my shoulder and I'm going all in. You know, there's nothing else I can lose. Um, I want to play for the big time. I want to play under the lights and I want to play in front of, you know, thousands of fans. And that's why, yeah, I, I'm, that's why I'm here. I was uh, eavesdropping on you and Sean's interview, uh, and he was asking about the uh, the coaching staff, particularly Ryan Bradford, the uh, corners coach here at Montana. And, and Coach Bradford, uh, unbelievable career, played 10 years in the NFL. I mean, heck, he's got a pick against John Elway in the Super Bowl. But I don't know if you have much of a better story you can tell than that. So, uh, Also, though, I'd be a great coach as well, coached at USC, coached a bunch of guys that are in the league. So what do you think of, of Coach Bradford and how much did that influence your decision as well? Um, that's actually one of the first recruiting pitches that they hit me with. Um, they yeah. told me, they said, uh, a lot of players can say they got coached by an NFL player, but a lot of players can't say they got coached by an NFL coach, or sorry, NFL player that had an interception in the Super Bowl. That's right. <laughs> so I was, you know, I was like, yo, you got me there because that's huge. I want to be part of that, and I want to learn. He has so much connections, and he has, he has so much experience and knowledge under his belt. You know, I just, it's, it was a no-brainer to, you know, try to learn from him. Watching a little bit of Idaho State, I know you got some pretty good skills when it comes to man coverage, and you're going to be playing a lot of man probably in this Grizz defense because they just like to light it up and, and bring the house, and a lot of times the guys are out on islands. But opportunities to make a bunch of plays, too. Justin Ford, your new teammate, I'm sure you've met him. I mean, he was an interception machine last year. But how do you think just your skill set and just your ability to play man coverage fits into this Grizz defense? 
That's my favorite thing to is play man coverage. To line up the person across from across from me and say, you know, it's me against you. It doesn't matter who's doesn't matter about the other ten guys right now. It's me versus you. If I do my job, I know the other ten guys are going to do their job. So just being, you know, like you said, being able to be next to, you know, Justin Ford, who had nine interceptions this year, be able to learn from him in all conference, all American corner. You know, it's going to be huge for my success. And as in basically still have that JC mindset as it's being my last year. You know, I got to put all my chips on my shoulders and, you know, I have to go all in. Jaden Dawson joining us here on Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. We're actually recording this at SWX on a Tuesday night. So today was the first day of school. So uh, now it sort of all begins, right? Now you kind of start over. You're diving into the spring semester, but also I'm sure winter conditioning is either underway or at least about to be underway. So what's the next couple months look like for you and your teammates, and how excited are you to kind of get back to the grind? Well, I know that... You know, I'm being welcomed arms with these team, my teammates and, you know, these coaches and, of course, the fans out here in Missoula. And just being able to have my teammates uh, to welcome me, you know, gives me the opportunity to, you know, show them what I can do for them. And, you know, we're going to work hard this season, you know. We're going to be, you know, we're going to grind as much as we can, you know, just to get, get to what we want to get to, you know. Um, it's not to the Big Sky, not just winning the Big Sky Championship, it's also winning the National Championship. Um, they fell short this year, and, you know, I feel like they, they had some additions to make, uh, and I feel like they did it. And I feel like we're going to, University of Montana is going to take it, take it long this year. So, For sure. It's going to be fun to watch. And uh, expectations at Montana always high. And that's why we love covering Montana and Montana State Big Sky Conference football all the way around the Treasure States. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio. Jaden Dawson, New Grizz Corner, grad transfer from Idaho State. Join us. Thanks for being here, man. This is fun. Oh, it's, it was amazing. You know, thank you for having me. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio. Keep it right here. Back after this. We're actually not taking a break. We're going to keep talking. Jane Dawson, new Grizz cornerback here on Nuanas Now. Appreciate him for taking a few minutes for us. Uh, before we continue this conversation about uh, offseason desires and needs for both the Grizz and the Bobcats, I want to bring in Andrew Houghton, our producer here at ESPN Radio, because uh, you spent a couple years covering Idaho State football. You saw Jane Dawson at least in the spring, and I know you followed him a little bit in the fall. Uh, he was an all big, uh, first team all big sky guy in the spring. And uh, honorable mention, is that right, in the fall? But either way, he's, he's one of the better corners in the league already established. And, and if you're getting first team at Idaho State, you're not getting it because of your team's performance. You're getting it because of your individual performance. So uh, this is a guy that, that has already proven he can contribute in this league, right? Yeah, no doubt. And Coulter, he came into a really interesting situation at Idaho State uh, after the 2019 season. Their entire starting secondary graduated, and that was a, a good group. I mean, guys that had some all-conference recognition in there. I know Christian McFarland went and played in the spring league, the safety. I know Caleb Brown still trying for a shot at the USFL, one of the corners. So it was, it was a good group there. But to replace those guys, they just brought in a whole bunch of transfers. I mean, Jaden Dawson was one of two experienced Juco corners they brought in. They brought in a drop-down corner from the FBS Jaden Dawson turned out to be the best of those guys, and more to the point, Jaden Dawson quickly became like sort of the spokesperson of that group when I needed sure. to talk to somebody in the secondary for, for just a general story. Jaden Dawson was that guy. He, he's he's smart. I think you figured out in your interview. I mean, he's he's just a, he, he comes across a really good level-headed guy, and he turned out to be a really good player on the field, too. I, I was impressed by his, his ball skills, his playmaking. He's a little bit undersized, 5'10". Doesn't jump off the page when when you look at him, but not afraid to play man, like he said in that interview, and and really good good ball skills, good playmaking skills. I think he had a touchdown in the fall season and came close to a couple others where he scooped up a fumble and nearly re- returned it for a touchdown. So I think it is a really good fit for for Montana, and I know 
they're still trying to get stronger at that cornerback position because, as we've talked about, such a huge position of emphasis in that defense. Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez. And, Rajim, you look at what Montana has coming back at corner. Justin Ford will be back after an All-American season. Mm. He'll be a senior. Corbin Walker was solid as a sophomore. Uh, pretty good. But actually, I would say above average. A rising star for sure, or at least a, a rising standout for sure. And uh, Trajan Cotton came in as a corner out of Oregon State, and then he was sort of flexed between corner and safety after he had a, a little knee ding. But Montana has good depth at that spot. But also it's one of the spots where you want as much competition as possible, right? Well, yeah, ex- exactly. If you look at where the game is going, <clears throat> and we'll go back to a, a former Big Sky alumni in Cooper Cup, the game for the wide receiver is evolving. And and what I mean by that is you can never, when you look at teams, they used to carry three, four receivers. Now they're carrying four, five, six receivers. Yeah, in the league, it's seven. In the, in the league, it's it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like the, the you carry as many receivers as you are offensive linemen in the league totally. in this day and age. So when you, when you look, and as we know, sports is the biggest copycat thing on the planet, football in particular, um, you can never have too many dudes. And I also look at how Bobby put so much emphasis on special teams and how good the Grizz are. Yep. A lot of those dudes that are covering kicks on the opposite end, they're all DBs. Secondary, yeah. They're all secondary dudes. So having having guys at, at key positions, depth, and then, you know, one of Bobby's bread and butter things is special teams, having those dudes play uh, on, on that part of the team for the, for the, for the club is huge. All football the time presented by Sports Bet Montana. How about some NFL playoffs? We'll get to that and more next. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Crazy to think that Snoop Dogg was 19 years old, maybe 20, when he dropped this baby, album. Baby. Unbelievable. Rajiv Seabrook in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. It is Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Hope you're having an outstanding Friday. Hope you had a great week. All football all the time, presented by Sports Bet Montana, continues here on Nuanas now. One thing to mention, and we're going to get into some. Uh, High school hoops and high school wrestling a little bit more in-depth with some coaching and uh, athlete interviews next week. One thing to note, uh, this is not our prep extra, but I do want to note this because Farmer State Bank is once again reigniting this, and this is very cool. Uh, Attention all high school seniors and your parents. Scholarship applications are available now at FarmersEbank.com. What's up for grabs right now? $10,000 scholarships will be awarded this year. That's $100,000 for Montana high school graduates. Review the qualifications and fill out an application today at FarmersEbank.com. Hurry, the deadline March 15th. Farmers State Bank, your Montana bank, says 1907. How about that money? How about money for your sports bet Montana bets? I had a great weekend last weekend. Put together a couple parlays. I went six for six on my six-part parlay, just money lines. Also put together a couple parlays uh, with... The only two underdogs teased a couple lines, got the Niners straight up to win that one, and uh, so it was a fun day. I love those sports bet Montana machines, man. You can uh, you can tease them any and every way you want. If you understand 
the game, you understand math, you understand numbers, you understand probability. It's a fun way to be engaged in the game. So no matter where you're at, if you're watching the NFL playoffs, likely there's a sports bet Montana kiosk. Hmm. Have yourself some fun. Be involved in the game. What did you think of the playoffs last week? First of all, the first question. I know, I'm ready to ask you, can I borrow a dollar? <laughs> I mean, you talk about winning some money, brother. Best nation is a donation. What's up? <laughs> Speaking of uh, the NFL playoffs, I'm getting texts right now from uh, our good friend, a good friend of mine and a good friend of the show, Kyle Sample, a longtime journalist who's now working in the private sector and just being enjoying being a sports fan and a, a fan of this show. Uh, but he just landed earlier this afternoon in Green Bay, Wisconsin. You he, know what he's doing. He, he sent me a picture of Lambeau Field and uh, looking good. He just texted me right now. He says, uh, he already sent me a picture of Robbie Gould. And okay. now he just texted me that John Lynch just walked by and Mike McGlinchey, who's the uh, outstanding offensive tackle for the Niners, is standing right down the way. So funny. Fun to be in a small town. that You don't really get that experience going to a pro sports no. game in the NFL for the NFL playoffs anywhere but Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's that's very cool. Gotta We're, love it, man. Gotta you gotta love it. You gotta love it. So we don't have any... Uh, we have no perception of the Packers in the playoffs this year because they're one of the two teams that got a bye in the NFL playoffs. The other, the Tennessee Titans. But, Rajiv, this was the first year of the extended playoff field. What'd you think of that? Because... Uh, Retracted. <laughs> Retracted. I said it last week, man. Why, why are we doing this? Right. This is like having those... The bowl games two weeks before Christmas. Sure. You got, like, you know, the Taco Bell lettuce bowl, <laughs> right? <laughs> the Taco Bell lettuce bowl. Rajiv's full of the lines today. He was telling me earlier that he is a, a Pinterest aficionado, so that's pretty funny. I didn't expect I love me some Pinterest. And that, and there's good stuff on there, man. You want to know what's one of the best things on Pinterest? The chef boards, the cooking, the recipes. Dude, recipes. Fire. Gives me ideas about... Anyway, that's another story for another day. No, 100%. But uh, I agree with you. I thought that both the Steelers and the Eagles did not show well. They looked bad. Uh, and uh, it was, you know. Because they're garbage. Right. First of all, they, they play in the NFC least. Let's begin right. at the beginning. Every team, including my beloved Giants, are doo-doo. Okay? My man, Andrew Houghton, loved the brother except for his taste in football teams, came in at the top of the street and admitted you were right. There's no reason for these teams to be in the playoffs. None. Right. None. Well, the one team that did deserve to be in the playoffs because they did win 12 games, but then they also uh, stubbed their toe and lost at home, the Dallas Cowboys. So speaking of the NFC least, the Cow- <laughs> I, always, I always just think that uh, one of the funniest parts about being an NFL fan is when the Cowboys inevitably fail to live up to their outrageously too high expectations every year, every year and then watching – just the utter meltdown that happens. Oh, I love it. Jerry Jones canceled his radio interviews for I a whole it. week. Now there's all this talk that they're going to fire Mike McCarthy and hire Jimmy Johnson was the first name that I heard. Like, bro, Jimmy Johnson's 80. He's, he, he has a coach since the 90s. What are we talking about here? He, I'll be honest. You should have never let him go the first time. <laughs> but there's no way he would still be coached if he was still. I oh, mean, no, no, dude, no, no, dude's no. Dude's 80, man. He is. He was in his prime before I was born. Like this. Oh, dude. I know. Man, plus, he's making more money sitting up there on That's the true, studio, too. at a studio uh, uh, counter. It keeps his hair a lot Beautiful. more. Beautiful. Uh, well, quaffed, well. if you will. No question. Uh, last question for the first round of the playoffs that I had for you was that the uh, the New England Patriots are actually one of the surprises of the season this year. You and I talked about that, that show last week. Absolutely. Then they went and got drilled, got pushed square in the mouth against the uh, Buffalo Bills. Bills look good. Got ran out of town, 47-17. All that said, though, 
this is a successful year for the Patriots, right? I mean, I feel like get back to the playoffs post Tom Brady era. It's a good step. I think that I, I when you look at a team, an organization like the Patriots and what Tom Brady and Belichick and Kraft and company instilled, installed up there, you can't um, you can't really expect that to continue without having all those pieces. Where the Patriots are right now, they're, to me, three years ahead of where I thought they would be post-Tom Brady era, which goes to show the machine, the construct known as the Patriots, is is live and direct. The only other team that I could see in within recent history that you can kind of compare that to and the letdown hasn't been uh, as great uh, was when Steve Young replaced Joe Montana. Right. Totally. Because the construct... Is is correct for the longevity of succession. That's that is also one of the most uh, crazy circumstances in the league. Is because, like, look at how much the Miami Dolphins have struggled since Don Shula and Dan Marino walked mm-hmm. away, and they've been good like twice in the in the twenty five years since that those guys were no longer a part of the right, organization. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, I think there's a real thing there with the New York Giants. I mean, since yeah. You know, the ownership change and Tom Coughlin and Eli Manning. Since then, the Giants have been a show of themselves. But two of the great quarterbacks and great offensive coaches in the league, Bill Walsh and Mike Holmgren, respectively, mm-hmm. two of the great quarterbacks in the history of the league, Joe Montana and Brett Favre, respectively, there was never that hiccup because of the the, the one that came after in both coach and player were so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, to go to Joe from from Joe Montana, Steve Young, amazing. To go from Brett Huge. Favre to Aaron Rodgers, amazing. Huge. So so often the the ghosts of the, of your legends, the past. specters of the past, yeah, the, absolutely, they haunt you forever. And those two franchises haven't had to do it, and now here they are, once again, a rivalry renewed. That's what's so fun too about the NFL when teams like the Niners get back to being good because. There is such historic NFC rivalries between Thank the Niners, the Packers, and the Cowboys. And now that we've had Niners-Cowboys and now Niners-Packers, pretty darn good. You know what's funny about sports, Colter, is that there are certain teams, baseball, football, hockey, basketball, the landscape is better when they are in it. Oh, yeah. And it's it's teams I hate. Sure. Like, uh, football's better when Dallas is winning. Sure. Baseball's better when the Red Sox and the Yankees are both doing well. You know, like there's just these teams that regardless of your association with them, when they are good, it's better for the sport. It's better for the league. All football all the time presented by Sports Bet Montana. All right, let's look at the the matchups this week. There's four of them. Your Saturday games include Cincinnati at Tennessee. That one's at 2.30. San Francisco at Green Bay. That one's at 6.15. Then 1 o'clock on Sunday, the Rams at Tampa Bay. And 4.30 on Sunday, the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. So let's just start at the top. The Cincinnati Bengals got their first playoff victory in 31 seasons. And uh, it it took a quick start and then holding on for dear life. But they did emerge with a 26-19 win over the Las Vegas Raiders. It's very interesting to me because all of the teams that are left in the playoffs, I've literally heard all of them get hype as a favorite, except the Tennessee Titans, the number one seed in the AFC. So I know that there's a lot of pundits out there talking about the Bengals and their offense and their young players and these guys being red hot. And there's a lot of people that are spouting, man, since he could go into Tennessee and knock off the Titans. Well, why do the Titans have the number one seed? They drilled the Bills and the Chiefs earlier this year. And everybody's talking about the Bills and the Chiefs as like the de facto Super Bowl this weekend. 
Nobody's got any respect for Tennessee. They won 12 games in the AFC. I don't know how the Titans are getting so overlooked. Actually, when you lose, games in the I was going to say 13. Yeah, 13. Part of this is the 17-game season. Part of that is when you lose the 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 Clydesdale, known as Derrick Henry, a lot, right. of, and and you still have Ryan Tannehill at the helm. The expectations went below the the wine cellar, if you will. Um, but I tell you right now, anyone wearing that steely blue that they wear. They're sitting there being like, please forget about us. Please keep us in the in, in the dark. Please keep us under your umbrellas. Because defensively, that team is loaded. And they are just salty, Coulter. That's exactly right. There's this uh, sort of emerging way of describing that. My brother has talked about it. Brooks Nuanas has talked about it on this show a couple times. Big B. And, and in, the, in the NFL, in within the league, they call it attitude defense. Because you're it's, it's a scheme, it's a whatever, but... When you see these guys celebrating like they're celebrating and just party talking, on the hat, talking, 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 John. talking, that's the perfect formula for Mike Vrabel. Because what is he? He's an attitude coach. They've been waiting forever for him to get the dudes he needed on defense so they could have the. I mean, because I mean, is there a coach that has more of an edge in the league than than Mike Vrabel? I mean, he he's definitely the the one that can uh, walk the walk as much as he talks the talk. Yeah, I mean, if you gave certain coaches back a couple of years, sure. Ron Rivera scares the <laughs> oh, snot yeah. out of me. Oh, I ain't yeah. messing with that, brother. Yeah, no, for sure. That's that's a good one, for sure. <laughs> Thank you. But, I mean, I think it's being overplayed that Cincinnati's going to go into win, into Nashville and, and beat the Titans. I think that the Titans are, are uh, I'm not going to say easy winner because we're in the the final eight of the NFL playoffs, but right. the Titans are a favorite in this game. Well, you know what it is. The It's the it's the Madden generation. When you look at sure. when you look at Cincinnati, they are sexy. They are sleek. They are fast. They are very young, very hip, very tuned into, like, culture, swagger. Going back to the word you just used, attitude. They're the attractive pick. And when they've also defied their own history by, you know, winning one for the first time in, what was it, three-plus decades? 31 years, yes. 31 years, right? So with that being said, like, it's it's a, it's almost that almost overly pretty low-hanging piece of fruit. Low-hanging piece of fruit. Sorry for that. Um, I say my money's on the Titans, man. Like, I love— Especially because the bell cow's back, too, right? I mean— He's back! Derrick Henry is likely going to play on Saturday. Yeah, he is— Ironically, the fact that he's been injured actually, I think, helps him in the playoffs because Less. if his injury is healed, he doesn't have nearly the wear and tear he would have at this point in the year. No, and I tell you, for those guys that have been playing versus Derrick Henry, that's not someone you want to see fresh. I'm, I'm, I, I don't care who you 100%. are. That is not someone you want to see fresh coming at you for the first time in X amount of weeks. That's a freight train. No doubt. <laughs> uh, that helps him. That also helps the play-action aspect of the offense of, uh, of of the Tennessee Titans and creates a little security blanket for Tannehill. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas, Rajim Seabrook. Hey. In with me here on ESPN Radio. Here's what we're going to do. We want to talk about the other three NFL playoff games, but we got to pay one more set of bills. So one last break for you here this show, as well as this week. We'll be back with you. Just a few minutes. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. He's new on his now. 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I've been grinding all my life. Uh, all my life. Been grinding all my life. Sacrifice. Hustle paid the price. Want a slice. Got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life. I've been grinding all my life. Uh, I'm married to 
that's who I made my wife. Said I'd die alone, I told that she probably right. One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life. Got a safe that's full of Franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes. Ah, don't know it like myself. I say self-made, meaning I design myself. County jail fade. You can Man, I was just, uh, I was feeling sort of sentimental when I made the playlist, and uh, we, we got into it with Meatloaf. So we're getting out of it with Nipsey Hussle. R.I.P. to him, too. It's been a little while since he passed away, but uh, definitely, certainly gone too soon uh, for the one and only. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport having their anniversary sale right now. They have huge discounts on their lots, as well as at nwmsrocks.com. You can check out their huge inventory and huge discounts now at Northwest Motorsports Anniversary Sale. Talking all things NFL playoffs, we both think that the Titans should be a favorite, and uh, maybe they're getting a little disrespected not only in their game against the Bengals, but also moving forward as a potential favorite in the AFC. The other game Saturday night, though, could be a slugfest. The Green Bay Packers are the kings of the NFC again. Yep. 13 wins for the third year in a row. First time an NFL team's ever done that. Led by Aaron Rodgers. Very interesting and candid article up right now on ESPN.com. Written by Kevin Van Valkenburg, who's a University of Montana journalism graduate, as well as uh, a Missoula native, on Aaron Rodgers. And just sort of the uh, the unapologetic way Aaron Rodgers has operated this year. I know it's turned a lot of people off, and uh, it's not that good of a look. But... Neither is that long hair. For better or worse, <laughs> in, uh, in the world we live in, especially the NFL world, uh, if, you, if you perform, that's all that really matters, that's unfortunately. All. Yeah, all, all that really matters. That said, the 49ers have won 7 out of 9. I think that they have one of the most intimidating styles in the NFL because they can, I mean, they can run true power toss at you. I mean, they can run all sorts of crazy inside and outside Old runs games. football, baby. I mean, our buddy Kyle Sample was texting in from Green Bay, and he was talking about uh, Mike McGlitchie. I mean, then you also have Trent Williams, one of the best players in the NFL. I mean, their offensive line is dynamite. So Massive. if there was any team that could go into Lambeau and, and pull an upset, it is the 49ers, yet I'm not willing to bet against Aaron Rodgers. I do think that this feels like a different year even than it has in the past with Packers. I think they are uh, a real deal contender to win this entire thing. So uh, we'll see because I, I do think the Niners are a formidable opponent, but uh, a, a lot to prove for both these squads in Green Bay on, on Saturday. Also, I hate to say that the X factor of weather and the mystique of Lambeau Field. Like, a lot of these young cats have not played in this, that type of environment. I'm not sure Jimmy G is also ready for that stage yet. He is just time and time again just uh, proven to me to just not be that dude. Like, I just right. I just, I just don't. I, and I'm saying that, too, right on the toes of some preamble talk about him going to the Giants. Do not send him east. Keep him in the bay. Listen, but here's the thing, though. I've been arguing about this forever, especially when Mike Zimmer was still the head coach of the Vikings. The biggest issue the Vikings had, Kirk Cousins was the second biggest issue they had. The biggest issue that they had was they paid all the money to Kirk Cousins and defamed the identity of what the team needs to be. If you have Mike Zimmer, who's been a defensive coordinator in the NFL for 30 years, and you play in Minnesota, you have to be a defensive team. Or, or And so then they paid Kirk Cousins and they got him a couple young receivers and that's all fine and dandy, but they're never going to win anything if they're trying to outscore people. They, they're one of the best offenses in the league this year. It doesn't matter. It, it, it's just about the continuity with the coach. And that's why I think that 
Jimmy G does leave something to be desired. Jimmy, Absolutely. Jimmy Garoppolo leaves some stuff on the table for sure. But the identity of San Francisco 49ers to run the ball straight down your throat and whip you with one of the best front sevens in football. So if that's the identity and that's where all the money's getting spent, I'd take Jimmy G all day because oh, he's so much better than most of the other guys you could slot in that scenario. You know what I'm saying? I liked you so much more 30 seconds ago. <laughs> well, regardless, uh, I actually think that that will be – the better of the two games on Saturday is, is I agree. I'm going Tennessee for the win and then Green Bay for the win as well. Okay, very good. On Sunday, then, we got uh, one of the most compelling matchups in the league because Agreed. the Rams are certainly an upstart. Oof. They, uh, It's amazing they were in the Super Bowl and then regressed and then made it back to the Super Bowl with a completely new identity, a new quarterback, a new sort of, uh, I mean, it's still Sean McVay throwing the ball all over the place, but they have new personnel. They were able to sort of dump dead weight and, and revamp, and now they still have another star-setter roster, yet they have to go to Tampa Bay and play the defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers, led by Tom Brady, you guys played the best he's played in 10 years. Yeah, it's a it's a <clears throat> interesting matchup. I'm actually picking the Rams in this one, Coulter, and here's why. Because you want to prove me right? July 1st, baby, Rams are going to win the NFC. Reggie wrote it in ink. I know, in ink. We're, we're, we're going out on that. If that happens, you and I... It's happening. Um, I just feel that Matt Stafford is going to take his first moment, first playoff win momentum. He has got nothing but utmost trust in Cooper Cup, and I just think the Rams are rolling right now. The Tampa Bay's Bucks defense is salty. They are playing downhill at every position. They're just straight-up thumpers. But I just think that if it comes out to an offense versus an offense and having to put points on the board, I feel that the Rams are going to come out on top of this and – I want my man's prediction to come into fruition. You gotta love it. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Friday. About five minutes left here, so uh, let's talk. Because I actually agree with you too. Tampa Bay, on one hand, the other defending champs, and when their defense is rolling, oh boy, they're really, 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 really good. Very good. Agreed. That said, they have uh, won some games down the stretch here against overmatched opponents. Whereas the Rams have been winning games down the stretch against dynamite opponents. Absolutely. And that'll be a good test for that front seven for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Cam Akers' return for the Rams also big. He's a huge. He's not necessarily like a, a superstar, but he's a he's a uh, above average to to standout level running back. And uh, him coming back really helps the Rams as well. So I, th- I don't know. I think that's a coin flip game. Right now, uh, the Rams are three-point dogs on the road, plus 125 on the money line. So we'll see. The last game, though, is the most anticipated matchup. Absolutely. And uh, over the weekend, we had a stinker on Sunday Night Football with Kansas City just uh, playing 7-on-7 seven seven against the Steelers for three quarters. And the Bills doing the same against yeah, the Patriots totally, totally. for Both four quarters. Both were not that fun. Yeah, I was in a movie for the first half of the Patriots game, and I was not disappointed that I missed any of the game because I walked out and I was like, oh, let's go watch the second half. Oh, it's 33-3. to three. <laughs> Probably not. Unbelievable. But the most anticipated matchup of this weekend and of the playoffs so far is those Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. What do you think of this one? Buddy, that's my son's team and the Chiefs. And if I, do, if I don't say Kansas City Chiefs, I will be disowned by my nine-year-old son. So I'm going with, I'm going with uh, my son, Patrick Mahomes, the human tomato and Andy Reid, and the Chiefs. The human tomato. Tell me that boy don't look like a big old cherry tomato that, when he wear all that red on the sideline. Gotta love it. Come big, on, son. Big red. Gotta love it. The Bills... Of these teams left, it's kind of like, okay, Cincinnati, explosive offense, quarterback-driven. Tennessee, attitude defense, run game-driven. 
San Francisco, same thing. Attitude, defense, run game driven. Green Bay, superstar quarterback. Rams, they actually got a little bit of both. And Matt Stafford, I thought it was a huge breakthrough for him winning his first huge. playoff game last year, last huge. week. The the Bucks have a little bit of both because they are defense-driven, but if Tom Brady's going to play like he's 28 instead of 44, leading the league in passing yards and throwing 43 touchdowns, hard to say they're not quarterback-driven as well. Subway sandwiches and Ugg boots, baby. Said the Chiefs' defense was incredibly maligned all year long, and then pa- finally Patrick Mahomes snared that and said, hey, it don't matter if we're going to suck on defense, we're just going to go thir- score 35 a game on third to Travis Kelsey every single play, and uh, we're going to roll. But the Bills, though, I think have the best combination of an elite player at quarterback, as well as an elite defensive unit from top to bottom. I think the Bills are the best remaining defense left in the NFL playoffs. And then you pair that with the only guy I think who can get hot enough to beat Patrick Mahomes when he's at his best. There's two of them. It's Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. And uh, the fact that the Bills got that dynamite of a defense and that talent at quarterback makes for an incredibly intriguing game. Yeah, Josh Allen is just, he's fun to watch. And, uh... The Bills just have a different feel to them. Like, they don't feel like what traditional Buffalo Bills teams have felt like. Right. The vibe, the frequency, and the signature that they are giving off right now, uh, the Bills look legit, man. And Josh Allen is leading the way, him and old Stefani Diggs. That said, though, I think that one of the biggest obstacles that the Bills have, other than, obviously, a, a juggernaut opponent in the Chiefs, is that hype. It's almost tried and true in the NFL the team that we think is the team of that's going to be the team that surprise not surprise everybody but the team that gets hot and rides that hot streak all the way sometimes that happens and then sometimes that gets in the way being true, anointed true. that team gets in your way Give so i just wonder if the i mean i just think it's when when everybody is on you and they say you're going to go on the road and beat Kansas City at Arrowhead Stadium i just think that that can get they can cloud your vision because it makes it seem like it's a little bit easier than it actually is to go on the road and beat Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead Show up, get off the bus, strap it on. Ready for a good game either which way, my friend. All football all the time presented by Sportsbet Montana. Again, quickly the lines right now uh, as we're broadcasting here on a Friday afternoon. The Bengals are three-and-a-half-point dogs, so Tennessee minus three-and-a-half. The Packers, five-and-a-half-point favorites at Lambeau. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are three-point favorites at home. And the Kansas City Chiefs, just one-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Some good totals for you, but... uh, very rare you see a total of 54, over under 54 in the Bills-Chiefs game. That's a lot different than uh, in the mid-40s like some of these other games. So could be a lot of points scored at Arrowhead. Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Colter Nuanas. Thanks for being here, buddy. It's Thanks always for great. having me, man. Love uh, you, brother. Always great tagging you. Much love to you as well. We will be back at it on Monday. Hope you have yourself a phenomenal weekend. Be safe out there. Enjoy yourself some time outside, inside with some friends, family, everybody in between. We'll be back at it at 4 p.m. Montana Basketball Hour. Kick things off. See you then. Nuanas now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get 
commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.